Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, listeners. This episode of the podcast is entitled, Do Me a Favour, Take My Business English Survey. And it's called that because I'd like to invite you to take a very quick survey on my website. You can find the survey at teacherluke.co.uk forward slash business English survey. That's teacherluke.co.uk forward slash business English survey. Um, you can find the survey there. Please do take the survey. Uh, it'll take you just a couple of minutes, but it will be extremely helpful for me because I'm planning new ways to help you. So do me a favour and take the survey. Listen to this whole episode to find out all the details. And there is a transcript available too. So now let's get started. And here we go. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. So, hello, listeners. I hope you're well and fine and fit and healthy and all that. Uh, this episode of the podcast is called Do Me a Favour, Take My Business English Survey. And I'm going to tell you more about that in just a moment. Uh, but first, um, I hope you've been enjoying recent episodes of the podcast, including the ones about the words of the year, uh, the one about comedian Tim Vine, which I might follow up soon with the second part. Uh, and then, of course, the relaxing sleep meditation episode that I uploaded just the other day. Um, don't forget also to send me your photographs for the Luke's English Podcast photo competition. Uh, the email address for your photographs is podcastcomp at gmail.com. Uh, for more details of the photo competition, if you don't know what the photo competition is, uh, and you want to know all the details, just go back to episode 313 because I explained it all then. Okay. Uh, the photo competition closes on the 15th of January 2016. So you have plenty of time to find out all the details and then send me your photographs. Um, I've already received some photos and there are some really interesting images um, in, in my inbox already. Uh, images of, the, of what it looks like um, where you are when you listen to episodes of the podcast. So there are some really great images there. It's just really nice to be able to see just some of the environments in which you're listening to the podcast. And one thing that strikes me, uh, one thing immediately that I've noticed is that, um, it, you know, people's lives, the stuff that people do, the environments that you're in, they're not that different around the world, really. It just shows that we're all, we all have so many things in common. Um, but anyway, um, do keep sending your photos to me, podcastcomp at gmail.com. And as I said, go back to 313, episode 313, to get all the details of this uh, competition. Um, so I'm really looking forward to sharing all the photos eventually when I've uh, collected them all. Um, a lot of people have sent me photographs of them listening to the podcast in the car while driving. And I should say, please do be careful when taking a photograph in the car. Uh, remember to pay attention to the road at all times and be careful when taking a photo while driving. I just wanted to say that just to make sure that you're looking after yourselves. Okay, now let's talk about episode number 315. Uh, that's this one. Uh, 
And um, this isn't really a normal episode of Luke's English Podcast. Uh, I'm not dealing with a particular topic or anything like that. I'm not teaching you any specific language. In fact, I expect this episode will be a bit shorter than usual. Really, this is just a quick spoken message from me, from me to you, because I would like you to do me a favour and take a survey on my website, all right? Um, so, essentially... What's happening here is that I'm looking at ways of expanding my online services and I'm planning to do a business English course alongside Luke's English Podcast, not instead of it, all right? It's not going to replace Luke's English Podcast, no. I'll continue doing the podcast like normal, but I'm planning to offer some sort of business English course as well. And I'd like to find out what you really want to know about learning business English, okay? That's the purpose of the survey. Um... So I've been teaching business English now for over 10 years, and I really enjoy it. Um, I've taught business English to thousands of people from around the world who work in many, many different jobs at many different levels in their companies. Um, and it's fascinating to, to meet these people because I get to explore their work and I can help them directly with the communication skills in English that they can then use to go out and get more success in their lives. Um, I actually think it's my favourite thing to teach, Business English. Um, but I've never taught Business English on Luke's English podcast. Never really done any Business English or Professional English stuff on the podcast. I've always focused this podcast on General English. Just because that gives me the freedom to focus episodes of the podcast on absolutely any topic under the sun. You know, like I've done episodes of this podcast about oh, all kinds of things, haven't I? Like about how to play the drums uh, or, you know, specific things about certain types of music or really weird stuff sometimes or just anything that I want to do for me fits into the whole category of general English. So I've always kept Luke's English podcast a general English podcast just because it's sort of allowed me to, to, to have a bit more freedom regarding the topics that um, uh, I talk about. But um, um, I find that in business English, you need to be a bit more specific. And what I, I don't mean you have to talk about specific areas of business. It doesn't mean that you have to talk about finance or marketing or advertising or whatever. That's not what I mean. I'm, I just mean that in business English, there are slightly more specific communication skills that you work on. Okay. Um, so I've I've always saved business English and I've never kind of put it onto the podcast. I've been saving it, basically. I've been keeping it for all these years. Um, but I know that from listener feedback, uh, first of all, that Luke's English podcast is really, really helpful. I know that because people tell me all the time. But I know that I can also help you a lot with the English that you might need for your job or career, okay? I know that I can because I do that in my work. I've been doing it for years. But I, as I said, I've been saving it and not using it on the podcast. Um, but I have been waiting for ages to share my business English teaching experience with you. And I think that I'm, a, I'm ready to start doing that now. Not on Luke's English podcast. Don't worry, I'm not about to announce a big change to the podcast. No, Luke's English podcast is going to stay the same. I'm talking about offer, offering you another service separate from Luke's English Podcast, which will focus on communication skills for professional life, okay? And that brings me to this survey, okay? So the, sur um, the survey that I would like you to take is just a way for, for you to tell me exactly how I can help you 
with your business English. I just want you to get involved at this stage by giving me your thoughts and feelings and questions, okay? Um, you can find the survey on my website, um, either on the page for this episode, that's episode number 315, 315. So you can find the survey there, or you can just find it by going to teacherluke.co.uk forward slash business English survey. Okay, that you'll find that in the menu for my website. In the menu, you'll see that there's an item that says contact. And that's just like a list of ways that you can contact me, including like uh, uh, an email form. And you'll find um, a page there that says business English survey. Okay, that's teacherluke.co.uk forward slash business English survey. It's a very simple survey in which um, you just have to answer a couple of questions. It'll only take a couple of minutes, uh, but it will be really helpful for me. It'll allow me to focus my service on your specific needs. So go to the page um, and uh, and take the survey. It's 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 really simple. Uh, just answer a few questions, tick a few boxes, and Bob's your uncle. Okay. Now, basically, I'm doing this in the same way that I would run a business English course at school. I always start my courses um, by asking my students for their input before I plan the course. I just, you know, I want to make it a, a fairly collaborative process. Uh, obviously, I have all of my skills and experience and I, I know generally what works and I tend to know what people need. Um, but in order to kind of focus it a bit, I always ask my students at the beginning of a class what kind of things that they feel they need or that they need to work on. And that way I can work with them a bit to just sort of prepare or produce the right kind of course for them. Um, so um, uh, basically, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited at this point because I think I could make a big difference to your professional English. Uh, and I haven't done that before on online. Uh, I think I can help you in ways that can really make a difference to your life and career. And I'm also excited because I'm about to embark on a new creative project, and that's what I love doing. Um, so, yeah, I really want to know any questions that you have about learning business English. What are your thoughts or worries or needs or doubts about English for work? Even if you think that business English is somehow boring or corporate or formal or scary or something like that, even if you feel that, I want to know what you think, all right? Now... As I've said, and I just want to make this clear, I'm not saying Luke's English Podcast is going to become a business English podcast. No, don't worry. That's not going to happen. At this point, I'm just planning other ways for me to help you. Okay, so please do take the survey. I'm very looking forward to um, hearing from you and uh, seeing the, the responses that you give through the survey. Okay, now let me come back to that point that I just made, where which is that I, I think that some people out there are a bit concerned that business English is boring and corporate and scary and formal and all those sorts of things, all right? You, you might be thinking, you know, all it might take is for you to hear the words business and the words work and things like that, and you might start thinking, no, 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 I don't like business English. It's boring and corporate. It reminds me of work and bosses and management and job interviews and stuff like that. Okay, I know how you feel. Trust me. I know exactly what you mean. But... I think it's not necessarily true because English for work does not have to be boring and corporate. Quite the opposite. Um, and let me tell you why. Because for me, the English that you use in a professional situation is pretty much the same kind of English that you use in your personal life 
It's just a bit more specific and a bit more practical, okay? In fact, uh, business English and general English are pretty much the same thing. It's just that business English is a bit more specific, okay? So let me explain what I'm talking about a little bit, okay? I'm going to just make a few points to explain that. First of all, business English isn't boring, okay? Business English can be funny, fascinating, exciting, and perhaps most importantly, very useful. And the bottom line is that it can help you to get success, to build your personal value, and to get money, which you can then use to just do the things that you love in your life. So really, um, being able to communicate well at work makes it useful and empowering for you in your life. Okay, so it's useful. Secondly, the language of business English is just as vibrant and personal as general English. All right, because think about it, any moment that you use English in your life or in any language, uh, but whenever you use it in your life, you're doing, you're speaking for a purpose. There's some kind of communicative purpose. It could be that you're just building a relationship. You could be buying something. You could be just asking for information when you go traveling. You could be trying to make someone laugh or even trying to get someone into bed, okay? These are all situations in which you're using English to achieve a particular goal. Uh, and then, and to do those things successfully, you need certain communication skills. And it's a question of like, using the right words at the right time, speaking and understanding things clearly, communicating with confidence, um, using your tone of voice to indicate specific meanings, and using sh subtle shifts in language in order to be more persuasive or charming, uh, to be direct or indirect, polite, respectful, powerful, and all those kinds of things, all right? Um, it's exactly the same in a business context. In fact, we use pretty much the same language and language skills in general English as we do in business English. And people with good general English skills tend to do well in business English situations too. Because at the end of the day, it's all about establishing meaningful human connections and establishing things like trust and respect, expressing things like compromise and reward. And if you can do those things in the right way, if you can make the right connections, then you'll have more success, okay? Um, so what I'm trying to say here is that business English is pretty much general English, but just used slightly more specifically and in a slightly different environment, all right? Now, the thing that I like about business English is, and, and the thing I like about teaching business English is that it's all about focusing specifically on the communication skills that you need for certain specific situations, all right? Like, for example, how to quickly make a point in a meeting or how to disagree with someone without offending them, um, how to ask someone to do something without being rude, so like making requests without sounding like you're, you're ordering them around, you know, uh, making polite requests or how to persuade someone to do something for you or how to like, you know, build trust in a relationship, all these kinds of things, all right? Um, so... Um, these are these are specific communication scenarios that require specific language, specific kinds of pronunciation, uh, and and a specific sort of attitude to help you get success. All right. Um, thirdly, um, business English doesn't have to be all about technical language. You might be put off thinking, well, business English is going to be all the it's all this sort of business studies 
business theory and specific vocabulary that relates to a whole world that I don't really want to be part of. Um, but in fact, for me, it's not just about knowing technical language, although that might come into it to an extent. It's, and it's not just about understanding business theory. For me, it's about refining your ability to communicate effectively. And that's why it's actually quite fascinating and quite fun. Okay, now that you might have in your mind a certain kind of model for business English, which is all a bit serious and a bit sort of uh, uh, competitive and all that kind of thing. Not necessarily. Okay, and this is my fourth point. Business English shouldn't be scary because I think it's best. It works best or you learn these things best when it's fun. Okay, now, you know that on my podcast, I like to play around, like to mess around. I like to keep it sort of enjoyable and light-hearted because I think that's the right sort of environment that's the right atmosphere those are the right conditions in which you feel relaxed and those are the conditions which are best for for actually acquiring language and and getting confident okay and I, I think it's the same thing for business english in my experience people really learn business english best when they just play around with it when they have fun and they experiment with the language and they do role plays or they we, we focus on a context or a situation, a case study, for example. And they just sort of play around in that case study scenario or we look at particular uh, examples of language and and the effect of, of that language in a pragmatic way. And it's just about actually having fun uh, and experimenting with language and pushing the boundaries. It doesn't have to take place within the bad atmosphere of work all right now you're not at work when you're learning business english you're not at work you're in a classroom building your communication skills and having fun at the same time all right and because of all of these reasons that i just said i find business english to be really motivating to teach and i'm looking forward to sharing my teaching experience with you somehow okay so work with me a little bit take the survey that i've mentioned so that you can give me your input, you can share your thoughts, any doubts, questions or ideas with me, okay? Um, just find episode number 315 on my website or just go to teacherluke.co.uk forward slash business English survey and just take the survey, all right? I'd like to hear your thoughts. Okay, that's it. That's it, really. That's all I have to say to you. Um, and uh, have a very good day or have a very good night or evening or morning or breakfast or dinner or tea or whatever it is you're consuming or have a nice drive if you're going to work or if you're coming back from work. Just think about the things that I've been saying to you. Just, just think about some of the points I've made. What do you think? Take the survey. Let me know your thoughts. Okay. Because I want to help. Uh, I want you to help me to help you. Okay. All right. Good. Thanks for listening. And uh, I'll be in your headphones again soon with a, a, a normal episode of the podcast. Uh, but for now, it's just time to say goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks again for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.